We're here today with a very special guest, Courtney. I met her, gosh, it was only like a couple months ago. Mm-hmm. It was actually Canada Day. Yeah. Yeah. And it was actually a bump in because I we happened to bump into you. We weren't planning to, to do anything. Um, I didn't even know there was any Indigenous, you know, area there uh, at the legislature. And uh, you had your, your booth. And we bought a skirt, a ribbon skirt from you. So, yeah. and, and I just love the fact that when we were talking, I felt comfortable yeah. around you. So I'm so glad to have you here today. Thank you. I'm happy to be and here. And I, I would love to get to know you better. Okay. So awesome. I really want to hear your story. Okay. Um, my name is, my legal name is Courtney OJ. Um, my Cree name is Nipinawal Musquasqueo, which stands for, or means, sorry, Standing Bear Woman. Um, as you mentioned, we did meet at uh, July 1st. Yeah. Um, it was like a TRC event, so Truth and Reconciliation. We were doing that mm-hmm. kind of alongside Canada Day just because everything that had come up with right. the first uh, 215 found in Kamloops. Right, right. Um, indigenous communities and, mm-hmm. you know, allies and stuff just felt like yeah. there wasn't a lot of... Uh, recognition and you know a lot of people were calling it a protest but that that's what it it wasn't that it no. was just to like remember those kids yeah. you know and and remember that like this is a really dark history in Canada and that's it needs right. to be acknowledged yes. and there's still lasting ramifications mm-hmm. today yeah. um, and it's not over yes and I'm glad that you guys were there because you just made people aware mm-hmm. yeah um, and and you know you're educating Canada in general yeah, from exactly. you know causes like this so that's really awesome of you thank you so like so tell me like uh, you know tell me your story like I want to know who Courtney is about <laughs> um so for myself like I grew up in urban settings most mm-hmm. of my life I lived in Edmonton Alberta mm-hmm. um I am from Wabaska, Big Stone, oh, uh, Cree Nation is yep. my reserve. Right um, I never grew up there. Like a lot of other Indigenous kids, I was displaced mm-hmm. just because my mom, she grew up in care, so we didn't really grow up around the wow. culture or anything like oh, that. Okay. Um, so I struggled a lot with identity when I was younger, mm-hmm. um, not knowing like who I was, what it meant to be Indigenous. In fact, at one point, I was really ashamed. I was ashamed that I was Indigenous. I was ashamed that you know, my skin color was different than that of the majority in the environments that I grew up in. Um, But my mom being the matriarch that she is, she found, um, she helped me find meaning Mm -hmm. in my culture. She helped Mm -hmm. me connect. Yeah. And that, and I did that through the Powell circle and a big, uh, a big support for me when I was younger is I went to Ben Caffrobe school. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. They had like a, a lot of indigenous like teaching and knowledge and a lot of the practice that we did. Right. Um, and that's how I connected. That's oh. how it began for me. Uh, my instructors or my mentors, I guess you could say, were Amanda and Adrian. I'm still connected to them to this oh, day. Oh, that's lovely. Yeah. yeah. Oh. So it started through powwow. Okay. And then I, f- I was able to kind of like find my pride and find that inner strength that we have as indigenous people. Mm-hmm. I just kind of had to be like ignited and it was. So wow. So yeah, that was the biggest shift for me when I was younger. I wasn't ashamed anymore. I had some understanding that like, I'm not, my people are not how it's portrayed in the media. We're not, you know, addicted. We're not struggling. Although Mm. those are things that we face due to like systemic oppression and like, you know, racism and all Mm -hmm. that stuff. Like there's an intergenerational trauma because of residential schools. There's so many things that are stacked up against indigenous people that I don't Mm -hmm. think people realize. Yeah. 
but I was able to like push through that because I had really great supports. My mom like helped build a village around me, if you oh, will. Oh, that's lovely. Yeah, like yeah. a great community. So we grew up in Edmonton. I was here till I was about nine. And then we moved out to Kadot Lake. There I got more connection. I was actually living on a reserve, so I got to see what that was like. Yeah. Yeah. And then from there, just because, unfortunately, education isn't always the greatest on reserve just due to lack of funding. Okay. Right. So we ended up moving to Peace River, Mm -hmm. and that's where my mom had a lot of her siblings. That's where my Muslim lived, right? So she had a lot more supports there. Oh, lovely. So the plan was only for us to stay there for a while and then move (laughs) back to Edmonton, but we ended up... Most of my adolescence, I lived there. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, just a lot more cultural connection. Like, yeah. we got connected to the friendship society or the Native Friendship Center there. Oh. My mom ended up working at the youth center. Okay. And that's where we were able to do like a lot more ceremony. I started teaching powwow classes out there. I connected wow. with elders. Like, it was. It was kind of like the floodgates opened when I moved there, which is really weird because yeah. it was a really small town, mm-hmm. very close-minded, a lot oh. of racism. Oh. So like. Although it was beautiful and great in a, in a lot of ways, it, and I, I felt like it helped form me and, and help me um, be the person I am today, yeah. um, it also challenged me in a lot of ways. Wow. You know, I went to a Catholic school. There was probably like five or six Native kids in the entire school. So mm. a lot of that was like battling that racism and breaking yeah. those stereotypes and being like, no, like this is not what it is. This yeah. is not how my people are. Yeah, yeah. you might see... You know, my people are struggling, Mm -hmm. but that's because of this. That's because of residential schools. Wow. Yeah. So you you said you were you went to a Catholic school. This was in Mm -hmm. Peace River. Yeah. But you're not Catholic at all. I'm baptized, actually. Oh, you are. (laughs) Yeah. We used to go to Sacred Heart Church. Okay. Um, and this like I don't have anything against like that religion and that belief system. It just it never aligned with me. It never. Right. I never felt like it was something that was deep and meaningful for Mm me. Um, Mm -hmm. Some of the things made sense, like the Ten Commandments. Like, yeah, like you shouldn't be a crappy person. That's essentially what they say, right? Yeah. Um, But, you know, the Nehia way, the spiritual way, like we don't necessarily have like commandments, right? And and Creator doesn't expect us to function in a way that is so structured, right? There is protocol. There is proper things we have to do. We Mm -hmm. have to... We can't be on our moon time during ceremony. We have to offer protocol when yeah. we're asking questions, right? Yeah. There are certain things, but that's out of respect. It yes. has nothing to do with like, oh, if you don't do that, you're going to be punished. Or like, I don't necessarily believe in like a hell, which is something that I was like raised on essentially. Like, right, mm-hmm. I went to I went to church with my mom and yeah. I was baptized and mm-hmm. all that stuff. Um, but I never really thought it was real. Yeah. Like, I think sometimes like it really, it scared me more than it was like, a motivator to right. like not right. do bad things. I yeah. was like just terrified. Yeah. Right? And yeah. the creator that I know and the spirit that I know is not like that. Yes. It's yeah. not fearful. I'm not scared. Yeah. I feel safe. I know I'm okay. Yeah. Um, it's more loving. Yeah. yeah. And again, that's not to say that, you yeah. know, the Catholic church isn't yeah. And yeah. like, right. I don't want to. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you know, yeah. but for me, it just, it didn't resonate yeah. in the same way. Right. But it's also not, it's not what, Nehio people know yeah and there's a lot of trauma that comes with the churches for indigenous well yes of course yes and we're seeing that a lot today now exactly yeah for me um i love the indigenous uh spiritual way because uh, it resonates with me only because you guys to me 
Yeah. You take care of the earth mm-hmm. more than any other human in this uh, in this world. So yeah. that's a big thing for me. <laughs> yeah. No, exactly, right? And and I think it's like it's like we're walking and we're existing yeah. holistically yes. with Mother Earth. It's yes. not it's not this like, you know, linear way of of thinking in that we are mm-hmm. above everything. It's yeah. like no, we walk together, right? Yeah. And you know, same things like hunting like, you know, some people struggle with that, right? Yeah. But, you know, it's different than like, you know, farming like Mm -hmm. that. For example, I caught my first moose last hunting season. Ooh. And I really struggled with that. I really struggled. I I cried. I was like really sad because I because I've never I've never done that before. Mm -hmm. Right. But in talking with some of my people, like some of my supports, you know, they they reminded me that that moose like his spirit he knew that's why he was there. Yeah. And it was like a spiritual contract. Right. So like he they understand right Mm -hmm. and and it was done in a good way it wasn't like i just you know took its life and was like well that's it right like i said i said prayer i gave protocol i honored that spirit i honored that life oh my god that's so lovely right and it and it fed my family yeah right and and it just brought me back to like traditional food sovereignty and how indigenous people like we had farms we had we had crops. We we took care of our communities. Mm-hmm. We took care of ourselves, and we yeah. didn't rely on Walmart or superstore, <laughs> yeah. Costco to get our groceries, yeah. right? And mm-hmm. it was organic, if yes. you will, right? It was, and yeah. so it was really empowering. Um, thinking about that, you know, mm-hmm. and then my mom shared teachings about how back in old times, pre-contact women are the matriarchs of communities. Yeah. you know, they were. They helped govern communities. Mm-hmm. They managed the food source. They could yeah. stop wars. And if there wasn't enough male hunters in the communities, women would step up. Yeah. And and it just reminded me of the power that I hold as a woman and that, like, I can step up and will step up when I'm needed to. And, wow. you know, these, these gender roles that are pushed on all of us, mm-hmm. that doesn't mean anything. Yes. You know, like, in my family it's all girls. I don't have brothers. I only have siblings. Right. And so, you know, I have to step up for, for my small community, for Mm -hmm. my family to be able to provide for them in that way. And it's, and it's a, it was a deep spiritual thing. I know a lot of people go hunting, but it was just really meaningful for me. And it Mm -hmm. was, I feel like throughout my life, like I've had a lot of challenges and I've struggled a lot, but, um, through my prayer and through my connection, I've been able to push through Mm -hmm. and I've been able to really, continue to walk a good way yes and to continue to be kind and be loving and be honest and trustworthy and like using those seven sacred teachings to guide me in every aspect of my life wow and just remembering that like i'm here this is my human experience mm-hmm. right like and, and to enjoy the highs and the lows no matter how low they are yeah i'm here to learn something you know yeah. i was sent here my mm-hmm. spirit chose to be here i had to learn something here mm-hmm. Um, and when I go back, you know, I'll be able to share that knowledge, yeah. right? And I might, I might have to come back. My spirit might have to come back and mm-hmm. learn something else. But I'm here for a reason. And um, I think, you know, that my cultural connection is like one of the biggest things I advocate for. Oh, um, absolutely. Like I work in a position of support. So I've used, I used to do family work. Um, I used to work in partnership. Well, I still do work in partnership with children's mm-hmm. services. Um, now I'm more youth focused. Okay. So I work with um, youth who just struggle yeah. with things like addiction and, you know, and, and that and, and that can all be tied back to like 
intergenerational trauma and residential schooling. I was going to ask right? you that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, just listening to stories, I can't really share, but no, that's just okay. listening to stories, you can make those connections, right? Yeah. Like, and, and the same thing with, you know, myself, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I have, I have trauma that I've experienced, you know, my mom has trauma that she's experienced, mm-hmm. my grandmother, right? And, and we believe in something called blood memory. Mm-hmm. So, you know, although I didn't live through residential schools, I still carry that pain yeah. from my grandmother, from my great grandmother. And it really comes up in ceremony, you know, like sometimes I'll be in ceremony, I'll be in the lodge and I'm just I'm struggling and I'm, I'm having a hard time and I'm crying really hard and I don't understand why I can't pinpoint what it is. Yeah. Right. But you know, my elders tell me like, you know, that's just my pain, you know, mm-hmm. that's, and I believe that that, that comes from my mother, from my grandmother, my great grandmother. Right. right. And right. there's, there's so much pain. Mm-hmm. Residential schools has done so much damage to my people. Like yeah. I can see it, you know, in mm-hmm. the, in the people that I support. Um, wow. even just like, being an inner city, you know, you can, you can see it. You yeah. can see the struggle. You can see the pain. You can yeah. see how people are hurting. And mm-hmm. um, it's hard, but I do my best to, again, continue to be mm-hmm. as positive as I can, as supportive as I can. That's good. And just try and do my best to make cultural connection as accessible as I can yes. with the knowledge that I have. Yeah. I'm, I'm not an elder. I don't think I'm a knowledge keeper. Like I just know things that I'm yeah. willing to share with people yeah. because I know how hard it can be to find that connection in an urban setting. Yes, that's right. Right. Wow. It was a lot of years. Like I'm wow. 27 now. Um, You're a wise 27 year old, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so like I've been building my community throughout my life. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and in big part, that's because of my mom. Mm-hmm. Um, she really helped me find those connections. But um, wow. so I think it's really important. And I think um, gatekeeping is something that is really harmful in our community. Mm. But it but it does it does happen. Right. You know, um, and I don't and I don't blame the people who do it. Right. Mm-hmm. Like we have to share our share our knowledge, but yeah. we have to be mindful of who. Yes. Because of that exploitation. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like. California sage, for example, it's mm-hmm. been so exploited. It's ex- almost like extinct now. It's endangered. Wow. Yeah. So we have to be really mindful of like who we're sharing that information mm-hmm. with while not gatekeeping at the same time. Mm-hmm. So it's like it can be kind of hard. Wow. So you talk about the youth that you've been helping. Have mm-hmm. you um, in your work, have you seen some really great success stories? Have you seen, you know, um, people turn around from the support that you've given them or I mean in some ways right Mm -hmm. like I don't I think when I first started working in social work I had a a mindset of like oh I'm gonna change the system right (laughs) I'm gonna break down I'm gonna rebuild it like I went in with that mindset it was all all very from my ego right and I can say that now because I've humbled out hard you know but you know it's like small successes right Mm -hmm. like if I have a youth that I can just connect to ceremony just by smudging. Yeah. To me, that's a success. Yeah, for sure. So I can't really get into details. No, I'm no. Really confidentiality. No, absolutely. But yeah. I, but I can say that yeah, like we, I have, and that's um, good. I don't just even like sharing that knowledge with a coworker who doesn't know, mm-hmm. and then can share that with someone else they might come into you know yeah. contact with. Yeah. I think that's that's a success as well. Yeah, for sure. Um, but I'm really passionate about the work and it's mm-hmm. meaningful to me because I feel that we as indigenous people 
We need to take back our communities. Absolutely. We need to take that responsibility out of everybody else's hands and mm-hmm. we need to to take control because we know not control, I shouldn't say that, but we should take the charge in that. Yeah. Because we know what ceremony can do. We yes. we've seen it, we live it. Mm-hmm. Um and it's really important that we take that role mm-hmm. of that support for our own people because again that's going to help them with their identity yeah. they're yes. going to build that community yeah and no one's going to understand you know indigenous people be- better than their own people yeah. because they live it they experience it yeah. you know they have that lived experience yeah no that's great um so i'm finding that um e- even from your experience i think it's just having that support mm-hmm. system yeah to help you grow and become successful yeah. in what you what you're passionate about too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's really important and like that sense of identity yeah. for anybody. It's mm-hmm. not just for indigenous people like anybody everybody belongs somewhere. Yes. Everybody has their people, has their community mm-hmm. somewhere. It's just a matter of finding it. Yes. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Um but like also creating that space for that person to mm-hmm. explore those things and making it safe for them to yeah, do so for sure. is really important, right? Yeah. You know, cuz if I didn't feel safe, I wouldn't I wouldn't be where I'm at. I wouldn't be as connected as I am, yeah. right? Yeah. No, that's incredible. Yeah. So I know that you're you've powwow danced this mm-hmm. summer. Have you been powwow dancing quite a while, or? Yeah. So I've probably been dancing a, on and off for about twenty years. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I started really young. Wow. Um, I think I was in grade one or two when oh I my started. Oh no, I was pretty young. <gasps> yeah. So um, they had a after school program. I guess you could say at Ben Calf, and mm-hmm. it was powwow dancing and. It was drumming and there was a whole bunch of a whole bunch of different things and I've been dancing on and off since then. Mm-hmm. Um, Do they still have that now happening? I'm not sure oh, okay. actually. You know what? I drive by there a lot mm-hmm. and I always wonder. Like I always kind of want to mm. walk through the halls and reminisce. Yeah. But I mean, with the world we live in today, mm-hmm. like they don't just let anybody walk right. in anymore. Like <laughs> yeah. you gotta like sign in. And, oh, you yeah. know, I can't just be like, oh, I used to be a student here. Let me oh. walk around. That sounds kind of creepy. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> You won't let me. <laughs> I'm trying. <laughs> wow. So, yeah, so it's grade, what, grade one you said? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, a long time. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Yeah. And, and so do you uh, do a specific dance or do you do, like, all of them? Well, I've danced jingle my whole life. Oh. Um, I actually asked my mom about this recently because I was like, I don't remember picking that style. Oh. I was like, Mom, who picked it for me? Yeah. And she did. Um, she said that I've always had a very kind and kind of gentle way about me, even since I was younger. Mm-hmm. So she was like, mm, that's the one. So oh. Jingle is a healing dance. Mm-hmm. It comes from the Ojibwe people. Yes. Um, so yeah, just like having that good intention and having that kind heart and you know, praying for community and people who need it while yeah. you're dancing is really important. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of why I picked it. But mm-hmm. as of late, I've been very interested um, in fancy and like I know how to dance fancy mm-hmm. because it's 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 similar. You can do crossover, like you can do the same oh. footwork that you do from Jingle and Fancy. It's just a little bit bigger, a little bit more. Oh, pizzazz. I didn't know that. Yeah, oh, okay. yeah. Just it requires a lot more body movement than yeah. Jingle does because yeah. you have to move your whole body. Mm-hmm. Um, and then last year. Because my older sister, she danced fancy and she did hoop. Oh, wow. Yeah. And I was always, <laughs> I always looked up to her in mm-hmm. that way. I was like, oh, like my older sister is so cool. Mm-hmm. So I think I'm just really just honoring my spirit mm-hmm. and like honoring those deep wishes that I have. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like I really, um, I really... I want to try that. I want to yeah. explore fancy. I want to explore hoop mm-hmm. dance and all that stuff. Oh, that's great. 
right. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's yeah. so lovely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And so, uh, aside from powwow dancing and you know your social work, yeah, you're also, you know, you make you made a, a ribbon skirt for Asia. Yeah. So, tell me about that side of your life, your hustle. <laughs> my side hustle. <laughs> um. So again, it was just like part of that connection, right? Mm-hmm. Like. Um, when things were really quiet and really slow in the winter time, you know, women would like make stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. And so my mom and I made my first regalia together. She did most of the work. Wow. I will say. <laughs> um, so that's kind of where it all started. Mm-hmm. How old were you then when that mm-hmm. happened? What grade was I in? I think I was in grade three or four. Wow. I was pretty young. Yeah. yeah that's my amazing. mom did most of the work, though, I will say. But that's a start, like yeah. to see it even as you get older, it's yeah. there in your life. So Exactly. Yeah. Right. So I really, um, she, that's kind of where it all began, I guess. Mm-hmm. And I didn't really do a lot. I remember um, when I was in Peace River and we were connected to the Friendship Center out there. Mm-hmm. They used to have like a little store that had all these like beaded goods inside. Oh, yeah. And I was always like, oh, these are so cool. Mm-hmm. So um, I tried to teach myself how to beat. I actually still have the first earring I ever made. Oh, wow. I didn't even finish it, but I still have it. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> not very good. But I mean, I tried. I tried yeah. to teach myself. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I had finally moved back, um, I think it was like 2013 or 14, I moved back. I was an adult. Okay. I wanted to come back to the city. Mm-hmm. Um I feel like I, I've learned what I could from Peace River. It was mm-hmm. time to move on. Right. I wanted to go back and live in the city as an adult. Mm-hmm. Um, so then when I moved back, my mom actually uh, found a beading class through oh. the Canadian Friendship Center just oh. on 118th Ave. Okay. Um, and Tanya Rushton, she was our instructor. Mm-hmm. Amazing woman. Amazing wow. woman. So she kind of taught me and my mom how to bead. My mom really taught me how to sew. So we made my first regalia, and then I made another one when I was in about grade nine with her. Wow. Yeah. That's so, amazing. And then I had that for a really long time. Um, and I hadn't I hadn't made another one. I was like, eh, let's kind of leave it for now. Okay. Um, but the beating started when I moved back here. And then I think I really – I've done the most sewing in the last three years. Okay. I've made the most skirts. Yeah, I I've, see that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've done the most uh, work in that regard in the past three mm-hmm. years. I can't even I can't even remember what it was like what it, what pulled me to it. Yeah. I just feel like it was something that I always enjoyed, mm-hmm. and you know, kind of and working in the in the way that I do, and you know, just being mindful of self care and, and taking care of myself and my spirit and honoring that. Like mm-hmm. beating and sewing is a big part of my wellness. Oh, wow. It's a big part of my. Um, just connection yeah. right in every way yeah. right so i like really um and helping others get connected too exactly. that's what i'm seeing yeah. that's a that's a big thing for mm-hmm. me and i and like i i carry teachings with my skirts and mm-hmm. it's so like i always have really good intention and really good thought and mm-hmm. i'm very particular about how i make things especially if it's going to somebody else yeah, yeah. right like i want to make sure that i'm honoring my teachings i'm mm-hmm. honoring what i'm doing yeah. and how sacred that is and that item and what it represents yeah. um so yeah well what i've seen just from your pictures on facebook amazing work the detail is incredible thank you yeah it's beautiful <laughs> really really beautiful yeah i definitely it's like one of my favorite thing things to do yeah. oh that's lovely <laughs> yeah that's literally. a good passion to have <laughs> i know and it keeps me off of facebook which is oh better. yeah <laughs> 
Except when you're done and you take a picture, then yeah, it's fabulous. Then I'm like, um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so with with the beaded beaded items, um, like are you doing jewelry or are you what else are you creating with your beading? So mainly I just do like earrings. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't done really bigger items. Mm-hmm. Um, it is something that I want to get into. Yeah. Um, it just takes a lot of time. I know. Yeah. You know, and I'm the kind of person like if it takes too long, I kind of, I lose interest yeah. and then eventually I'll go back. Yeah. Like for example, my most recent regalia, I think I started that, um, like in the winter time before last powwow season. Like last year? Last yeah. Winter? Oh. Yeah. So I start, I started it. <laughs> Didn't mean I finish it. I didn't get very far. Yeah. And then powwow season was like amping up and I was mm-hmm. like, I, I really need to dance. Yeah. I had made a promise to myself oh. and to one of my mentors because I, Adrian, I see him around a lot, and mm-hmm. he always asks, why aren't you dancing? Yeah. I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I did. I yeah. just didn't want to make the outfit. Yeah. But so I was like, I made a promise to him. I made a promise to myself. Um, and I was like, hey, like, I'm going to honor this, mm-hmm. right? Like, I've, I've said it out loud. I've made that intention. Wow. Um, so I literally, I think I threw it together. Like, I finished it in, like, two days. Your regalia? Yeah. But that was, like, two days no sleep. Like, I was like going cross-eyed Whoa. i think i think in like two days i probably slept a few hours because i was just trying to get it ready so i could go to the alexis powwow last year oh my god yeah i was tired but i was so happy yeah i was so happy and to have that outfit like the i'm sometimes i get frustrated with myself mm-hmm. that i waited so long yeah right because wow. i really i held myself back mm-hmm. because i didn't make my outfit even though i had the skills to do it yeah. i really i held myself back and okay. i in some ways i'm upset with myself but mm-hmm. in others i'm just like well eh, you learn you know what i mean <laughs> yeah. so um wow. yeah i've i've been i danced most of the power season last year and then this year as well. Mm-hmm. But I just, I dance as an exhibition dancer is what they call it. I don't go oh. there to compete. I don't oh, okay. register to compete. Um, I'm just there to dance. I'm, yeah. there, I'm there to pray. I'm there to oh, to just honor that yeah. part of me. Yeah. Um, because I think competition is is good. Like, you know, some people, that's how some people like survive throughout the summer, mm-hmm. right? Which makes sense. Um, but for me, like just through this deeper connection mm-hmm. of myself, and to my culture, like it, I think it's just really important to honor what my style means, yeah. right? And to yeah. not have that stress or wow. the intent to win behind what I'm doing, wow. right? Because, yeah, I just get really nervous when I know people are like looking at me. Yeah, I'm yeah. Like, oh. Oh. I get really nervous, yeah. right? So I, I just want to dance because I yeah. love to dance. Yeah. Um, and, it, and it's helped me heal. In it's a like lot you're, of ways. you're in your element when you're dancing. Yeah, exactly. Oh. And I just, and I have so much fun. And I, so I think just to add the stress of competing to yeah. that um, would just be too much for me. Yeah. Too much for me to handle. Yeah. You know, yeah. not that it's a bad thing, mm-hmm. you know, like there's some wicked dancers out there yeah. that inspire me. Yeah. And I've been in the power circle for a really long time. So it's really, it's really great to see. And it's also very humbling too, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, um, yeah, I've been dancing for a really long time. Yeah. I've been connecting and. You know, I've done this work. I've been beating and sewing for however long, but mm-hmm. I still have lots of things to learn. Yeah, there's still going to be young girls who wow. are going to teach me things, right? Wow. So it's really important to, like, keep humbling myself. And I think the best way that I can do that is just continue to just dance and honor my dress and mm-hmm. honor that it's a healing dance. And you know, because 
I don't want to ever come from a place of ego mm-hmm. and how I used to. Wow. You know what I mean? So I'm just like, I, because I feel like if I, if I was to, to dance competition, it could go one or two ways. It right. could go, oh, I suck. Yeah. Or, oh, I'm the best. Yeah. And I don't, and I don't want to gamble with that. I don't right. want to, I don't want to mess around with that. I don't want to potentially have that be something that comes into my mind. Right. And then clouds my judgment and affects my intention. Oh right? my gosh, you're my kind of people. <laughs> wow. Yeah, but you have to have good intention when you're doing all yeah. these things, right? Because oh, it is, wow. it's a healing dance. It's, it's to heal our people and our communities. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's like, Wow. <laughs> You're blowing my way and you're only 27 years old. <laughs> Thank you. Holy jeez. <laughs> so, you know, let's get to what, what you're passionate about, what, you, what your causes are, what you, know, you might have already yeah. talked about it already. Yeah. Um, you know, you're here today. What what do you want uh, people, your, the audience here to, to, to be aware of? So I think um, just because today is the 26th, um, in four days, it's going to be September 30th, yeah. which is Orange Shirt Day. Yes. Um, I think that's a really important day and something that I'm really passionate about just because it's that it's that day of visibility. Yeah. It's the one day where the general public, you know, the res- residential schools and that history is in everybody's mind. Mind. Yeah. And it's 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 on social media. Mm-hmm. It's in the media. It's an actual holiday for some. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I really want to remind people of that day and I want them to go out there and seek that knowledge and ask those questions and Mm -hmm. don't be scared to ask those questions because it's not like you know it's not a bad thing to ask questions yeah if you don't know ask right it's better than to assume and this is a part of Canadian history this is Canada this is how it started and yeah it's really ugly but it's really important to honor that Mm -hmm. it's important to acknowledge that because that is how we are going to move forward as a community Mm -hmm. as you know canada right so Mm -hmm. i think that's really important and if you're gonna go out and buy a shirt make sure you buy it from an indigenous creator i think that's really important Mm -hmm. um you know because walmart is selling them now yeah and you don't know where they're coming from exactly so right and it's and it's just think of that, those effects, you know, mm-hmm. that that's going to have on your indigenous friends and family and community mm-hmm. members and neighbors, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And how residential schools didn't end. The last one I think closed in either 1994 and 1996. Yes, right. It yeah. was still within my lifetime yeah. that it was still a thing. Wow. Right. So, and that's years and years of trauma that, you know, we still live with, mm-hmm. you know, and it's still, a part of a lot of you know our lives and it and it's and it's hard so you know to have that one day of visibility yeah to share that knowledge is really important mm-hmm. right because the other 364 you know we're dealing with this alone exactly not alone i shouldn't say but you know what i mean yeah i know what you mean right yeah 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 so i think that's one of the biggest things right wow. and just ask those questions don't be scared yeah. and if you are google yeah google it you don't want to ask somebody. Well, and, and that's what I'm finding is people like me who are non-Indigenous, mm-hmm. um, not just me and my friends who are non-Indigenous. Yeah. You know, we've we've had discussions where we're like, we're, we don't know, we're scared. Yeah, you know? exactly. For um, sure. But what I find is, you know, developing a community of mm-hmm. people like yourself yeah. in my circle, yeah. which, it, you know, makes a big difference. Mm-hmm. It does. So, oh my gosh, I'm so happy you're here today. <laughs> I'm happy to be here, you know, and like I was a little nervous, I'm not going to lie. Oh. <laughs> but, you know, it's just asking those questions, right? Yeah. In the same way that like 
psychologists wonder why we behave the way right. that we do. You just, yeah. if you're curious or, you, you know, you want to make sure that you're not offending anybody, just mm-hmm. ask, yeah. right? You know, if you're if you're ever unsure, there's lots of great community resources out yes. there. There's the Canadian Friendship Centre on yes. 118th Ave. Yeah. There's the Bentero Traditional mm-hmm. Healing Society off yeah. 85th. Mm-hmm. There's so many different places. There's Native Counseling, you know, there's Niganat. There's so many different places that you can utilize that knowledge. You can connect with elders, mm-hmm. right? And they can share it in a way that is you know not so scary not so yeah, intimidating yeah. right and i'm also on a few um indigenous groups on facebook yeah yep that helps because i like to to view you know what other people are asking too exactly. so it's it's fantastic so um before we close here i just want to ask you so what, what what matters to you i think what matters to me is our youth i think they're really important to just our survival not just as Nehia people, but mm-hmm. just as a whole. You know how they say youth are our future. Mm-hmm. It's true. Yeah. It, it is really it yeah. is really true. Um, and, you know, they should be honored and respected in the same way that you would an elder. Right. You know, um, they're really important. And yeah. they, they're going to bring so much livelihood and liveliness to our communities. They're going to change the world. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe that. I think yeah. that. I think it's Gen, is it Gen Z? Is that what it's called? Gen Z? What generation are you? Well, your guys' generation Children? are tech behind the camera here. Yeah. <laughs> they are the ones who are going to change the world. They're yes. the ones who are going to to make that change, yeah. right? So just be kind to them. Right. I know sometimes they can frustrate you because yeah. they're kids. They're like, kids. just listen to me. Yeah. You yeah. know? But they're going to change the world. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah. Wow. That's just lovely. Just them. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much, Courtney. I'm so happy you're here today. (laughs) Me too. (laughs) Okay.